0: Hey everyone welcome to another episode of the fashion grunge podcast i'm your host lauren
1: hello lauren these are your teenage hormones (laughs) (laughs)
0: hi that's charles uh we're doing mad love from 1995 this isn't really a request but a few people on instagram i posted a photo and they're like are you gonna do mad love and i said i was gonna do it in june so it's july So we're bringing you Mad Love, which is Drew Barrymore and Chris O'Donnell. And somehow, like, a Bonnie and Clyde with, like, no consequence. And somehow they were able to get an apartment. Like, I have so many, like, logistical questions on how this all panned out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I thought it was gonna... um, I thought for a while it was gonna take a Thelma and Louise direction, but then I was like, nope. (laughs) Nope, nope, sorry. Mental illness ruins everything. Yeah, (laughs) literally. It was...
0: um, and the thing is, I have to say, this is uh, this is episode ninety one, so this is kind of awesome. We're almost at a hundred of the nineties films. Uh, first things is, thanks so much for the reviews. We got another review, so that's super exciting. So keep them coming. It's been a while, and just rate five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends and yeah make us grow Patreon Freaks and Geeks is still happening we're wrapping up shortly then we've got My So-Called Life like we're literally giving you the teenage 90s hormone extravaganza
1: Yay! <laughs> um.
0: so and yeah that's going to carry on today with Mad Love directed by Antonia Bird and written by Paula Milne I believe is how you say it okay. so what are your first impressions like have you heard of this before is it a sleeper to you or have you so heard of this
1: I I never seen this movie before but i remember seeing the trailer when it was released in 1995 mm-hmm. and it just looked like really like intense and just like you know just one of these like you know i it was, it was, it was i was only about 12 so it wasn't exactly stuff i fully understood just yet but mm-hmm. like i was i, I like saw it and i was just like whoa um <laughs> <laughs> And then um i um so then i finally watched it for the first time a couple days ago and i was just like that was almost worth the 25 year wait but you know it was- <laughs> but I yeah, um, you know I, it's just you know i mean i will i will have to say i had forgotten how much i love chris o'donnell <laughs> he's really cute huh yes yeah um, a, yeah a, i like him he has those beautiful eyes and, you know... He's a little... He's- I, I mean, he's a little dead. His delivery's a little
0: dead. I mean, I mean, I have to say, Drew Barrymore, of course, carried this film, as we oh, all know. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I would have done a recast, possibly. I'm not sure. I'm going to think about it right now, who I would have recast. I don't dislike Chris O'Donnell. I just really see him as Robin and Batman Forever, which, coincidentally, they were both in. That was my behind-the-scenes note. In oh. the same year, 95. The one with Val Kilmer. Also, there's a Val Kilmer documentary coming out in August on Amazon Prime, and it looks really good.
1: Oh, like, it's I, it's about himself, yeah. Oh, cool. No, I saw a brief, like, uh, just a like, blurb about it, and I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, it
0: kind of is cool. Yeah, I kind of want to see it, because he's kind of one of those actors that was, like, really – kind of tumultuous in the 80s and 90s like I think he was kind of a hotshot and mm. he was a little like sassy and like kind of like talked back to directors and actors and things so I think he's kind of reflecting and it should be cool I think he actually taped himself oh, I think it's okay. one of those like Heath Ledger things where he like carried video cameras in general so I think we have a lot of raw footage from that time which looks kind of
1: cool I you know I always sort of got him like when when he, when um like for a while I always got him a little confused with like Brad Pitt um, Really?
0: Yeah, the same yeah. kind of coloring. They have that like yeah. same hair and
1: type. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a good job like distinguishing like faces that much. So you know, I'll sort of like lump people together who aren't related like whatsoever. You know, like you know, like so for example, when uh, you know, for a long time, I didn't know who Marky Mark like was, and like when people would say that, I for some reason I thought they were referring to this actor who was in Cool Runnings who went by the name Dougie Doug oh oh yeah that's right I think you mentioned that on the fear episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's really funny that you didn't place that like Marky Mark is Mark Wahlberg
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, I honestly thought they were two different people until like you know maybe five years ago. So, they kind of are. I mean, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I, I sent a picture to one of my friends the other day, and it was like a picture of Mark Wahlberg, like in the Marky Mark era, at courtside at a basketball game, some playoffs, literally with his pants dropped and just like his tiny whities <laughs> And I was like, Marky Mark was wild. Like, what, what was this? Why were you on a court, like a basketball court, with your like pants down because of that ad? Yeah. Like, it's just really weird. <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? Yeah.
1: And also, that line from, from, clueless when you know when you know like like josh's like you know we might be able to get marky mark to like dedicate a celebrity tree and you know there's yeah. there's just like well blast something something marky marks pant dropping schedule i was picturing the actor dougie doug for that, that
0: is so funny that <laughs> even, even when you
1: watch clueless all those years ago
0: you totally had the wrong person in your mind when she was talking about it. that's so funny that all these years later like that's the whole thing um yeah she says uh She's like, how fabulous getting Marky Mart to take time from his busy pants dropping schedule to
1: plant trees. Josh, why don't you just hire a gardener? <laughs> yeah, and I was picturing that scene from like Cool Runnings when like the bobsled sled like, crashes and oh, like Doug, my and Doug god. like turns to his friend and he's like, "Hey, are you dead?" And he's like, "I don't think so." <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool Runnings. Oh my god, that movie! I haven't seen it in so long, like so long. It's so funny. I love how there's like a Jamaican bobsled team.
1: I know, like, I know. It's just I mean, so cool. It's, like it's just um, such a cool concept. Yeah, and I mean it's like more or less true. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, slightly Hollywood fied, you know, to make it, you know, like acceptable. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Um,
0: get get ready folks there's the olympics is is upon us the olympics is is nigh so i have to like (laughs) pre-record some episodes um i think we're gonna record we're definitely gonna do igby goes down as forward flash i'm sorry i have not announced it and i've been super lax this month but i don't know what happened i think i'm just like i don't mean i'm still i'm still churning out stuff once a week it's just not in the appropriate order but that's cool i mean chaos is cool and uh yeah loki just ended today so i have my life back i have another thing off my plate that i don't have to watch um it's great if i mean i've been talking about it forever i'm doing it on mikey's podcast uh listen to our recaps rate and subscribe over there too um but yeah it's 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 so funny too that like the olympics are coming i was like shit i need to like plan ahead because charles is definitely not going to be doing anything but olympic watch so i need to like get in like this episode and then one other one and then he'll be free
1: for just olympic mania <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm you I'm I'm usually fine doing like doing stuff like after the first week, like once yeah swimming is is, is over. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know during that first week, I'm I'm it's just like like so exciting. The Olympics are here, and there's the parade of nations, and people are being stripped of medals, and it's just like awesome, you know. So
0: literally, think, everyone burns sage and manifest that no one will get COVID and have to shut the whole fucking thing down because I don't. We were listening to uh, that what Jim podcast and they were talking about all the protocols they have like if one athlete tests positive like they have to quarantine the entire team like yeah it's a mess so like i don't even know what would happen if a country one person on one country's team tested positive and they had to quarantine the entire country's team like would they just be taken out of a team like of a a gymnastics like team group
1: event I guess in theory, but I thought I thought they were also saying that like they haven't been following that protocol. So I guess the infected athlete is the only one who's like might be removed. So oh. I, don't, I don't know. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Simone Biles for the win. Let's hope. Woo-hoo. Um, cool. So any more first impressions on uh on Mad Love?
1: Uh, we'll, not we'll get really into it. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, I just have like. This is the skinny brow Drew Barrymore moment when she had like the super thin brows. This was like that era of Drew Barrymore. Uh, also, when she had like that short haircut, that kind of like mm-hmm. flippy haircut, like that was that era. I love, I said, I love a good teen Rom drama. Yeah. Rom, like I, I didn't want to say like mental illness drama, but it is kind of a subgenre. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: this is not the first of these films, it's one of the first that I can remember. Because I was thinking about okay, she kind of reminds me of Poison Ivy when uh, Drew Barrymore was in Poison Ivy, but just like less of a sociopath and more of like more of a mental health issue.
1: Yeah. Although I mean- she
0: had a mental health issue in Poison Ivy, but it was it wasn't like the focus. She was just like a crazy, like you know,
1: kind yeah. of succubus. I um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and um, you know, and she, she, she was you know and like um she was just like tom scared is just the hottest man alive she was like fucking the dad like mm -hmm. in the house like and there's that sex scene where the mother was like passed out and they like had sex like on the bed like it was a lot (laughs) it was wow (laughs) check
0: out our poison ivy episode however it's a while ago we did that one um yeah she's so great in that though she yeah she just always plays these kind of like, more unhinged roles. Uh, Christina Ricci also does a great film called Prozac Nation, which is also along the similar lines of, like, a young girl with a mental health issue and her coping through uh, college in that story. But that takes place in the 80s, but it came out in, like, the 2000s. But I'm trying to think of a movie before this one. Crazy Beautiful is another one that I love that was, like, 01 with Kirsten Dunst and Jay Hernandez, Uh where she's, like, this rich girl from Malibu, and he's, like, this... um, guy from East LA and he's like commuting all the way to her car or her high school. And then like, they fall, it's like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, but but the girl has like mental health issues. That's another one where like, that's the storyline, but this one might be one of the first in the mid nineties to actually openly I mean, they actually admit that she has clinical depression. She, They yes. don't kind of talk around it. And they don't kind of talk like, oh, she's troubled or like, oh, she has behavior problems. Like, they actually do say what it is. Yeah. So this might be one of the
1: first. I Have you run into this thing where like a lot of like characters from a lot of specifically like female characters from the 90s who either act as like the erratic antagonist or, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, they tend to, I, I guess, I, I guess they're like retroactively diagnosed or the characters are retroactively diagnosed with like borderline personality dis- disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I remember I came across that like at least three or four times just like in the course of watching movies that we've done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that like, you know, Poison Ivy like was diagnosed with it and then, and not diagnosed, but I like, think think like some like Gen Z, you know, like, you know, got, you know. Oh, you like, mean how they've sex, gone? But...
0: Yeah, how they've yeah, gone yeah. back and said like, these are the issues plaguing these characters from these old 90s movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. A uh, Girl Interrupted, another huge one. I mean, that yeah, one is yeah. kind of surrounding mental health, but yeah, that's another one. It is really interesting how it was kind of, it's weird to think that it was actually talked about because now it's so openly talked about yeah but it's yeah. weird to think that there was a time where it wasn't um it was the thing is, is it's now ne- i'm trying to think of have we ever had a role reversed has there ever been uh the man in the situation that's the unstable one and the girl falls in love with him it's, the only time it is is it's like fear it's like yeah. mark Wahlberg, and he's a sociopath and he's crazy and he tries to kill you like that's the only time it's never like, Oh, there's never compassion for like the man in the situation. Right. When like there is for the woman, it's like, Oh, get her help. Like she'll be okay. The guy is standing by her, you know, like Chris O'Donnell stands by her in the end, kind of, sort of. Um, But yeah, it's never like that the other way. It's always like, Oh my God, we have to kill him. Like, I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking of fear right now because he had a mental health issue also compounded with like, who knows what he did with his parents. Uh, he was in foster care. He was in jail. In that situation, so it was a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Definitely sure he was undiagnosed in prison for sure, but um, yeah, but it just seems like it never goes the other way. Yeah, it's always yeah, like right. the helpless girl who needs the you know to the compassion, but the guy, unless they're this is the nineties I'm talking about. I'm sure by now, like Beautiful Boy, was the film with uh, Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. That's a drug addict, a little bit different, but that is different. That's new, but I think in the nineties it was always the woman who like. You know, had to be rescued. I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um.
0: But I love them. I love the. I love the genre. I think it's cool that it's open in this that you actually know what she has and that it, it actually. I mean, as granted, I don't think like Chris O'Donnell was. This wasn't like that kind of movie where it was like an Oscar contender. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it was intended to be like this incredibly emotional, riveting film. I mean, it is, but it wasn't intended in that way. But I feel like the end scene where he now knows exactly what's going on and he's like now kind of a bit more like, okay, I don't know how to handle this, but I'm going to try that one. I, that felt really authentic to me. Yeah. When he yeah. was just like kind of crying hysterical, like, look, I don't know what to do either. This is new for me, but I understand that you're going through this and I still want to be here, but like, I can't do it alone. Like I need help. I need professionals to help out. You know? Yeah. Well, that was, that was pretty cool. But Otherwise, she's just some crazy sexed up girl who like steals cars, burns cigarettes on people's faces, and apparently nothing ever happens or comes of it. <laughs> I'm, I am <was> like,
1: what? <laughs> I have no boundaries. I drive jet skis at night. <laughs> i
0: know right i was like is she naked and then i was like oh no it's a wetsuit i thought she was gonna be like he was gonna be like wow this girl was like naked riding this thing um it was a pg-13 movie which i also thought was kind of weird that it was kind of straddling that line of r yeah i was kind of like there's a decent amount of sex and making out in this for this to be a r I, but there needs to be I- more language
1: yeah, that was my one problem is that like the language was very toned down. I thought it have mm-hmm. been a little more like, you know, like, you know, explosive. I guess. Yeah. I don't like, know. Get,
0: get Tarantino in here. Let's turn this yeah. into natural born killers. Like oh, essentially, God. <laughs> essentially that's kind of what that one was too. You know, we never saw Woody Harrelson as the one with like the mental health issue. It was clearly Mallory because she was like abused by her dad and stuff. So yeah. we, we got a reason for her acting out but for him it was like no he's just crazy yeah which he was (laughs) crazy and kind of hot in that movie but Mm -hmm. uh, listen to that we did that a long time ago too so (laughs) i have a a super issue with that uh they just dramatize everything but uh my only other first impression note was this has such a fucking kick-ass soundtrack yeah as well when it opens up with drew barrymore night water skiing to nirvana's love buzz It's the '90s, folks. Buckle up, and it's Seattle. Welcome to flannel.
1: Oh my god, so much flannel, so much flannel. They, they, the, did they turn the road into flannel? They, you know, (laughs) they They slept on flannel. I am had matching flannel. (laughs) They, they sewed it into the trees, and it, um, it is just everywhere it's literally we
0: get it it's cold it's rainy and you like plaid (laughs) like we got it we totally got it we get the pacific northwest we get that grunge is like still comp like commercially viable Mm -hmm. so that's why you're doing it but it's just like really funny i think it's really funny (laughs) um okay so that's all i have for my first impressions Do you want to hit behind the scenes Sure, Um, I don't... Did you get anything?
1: I don't really have any, except that apparently the entire cast of Scream is in this movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they <laughs> are.
0: Um, Minus, like, yeah, like three of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Matthew Lillard. Check him out. I, I love him as the weird friend Uh, that he
1: constantly plays. I sort of felt it was a missed opportunity to not have this character in the movie more
0: yeah it kind of was
1: you know i mean
0: he was probably like new right yeah probably yeah i can't imagine he did much before this because he was known for scream i don't think i remember seeing him before scream oh i also forgot to mention the first time i saw this movie was like on tv on like a sunday afternoon on like the wb so it was like edited like i remember seeing the commercial for it on like mtv or whatever like the trailer but i didn't actually see it like fully until i just like randomly one day i was like you know how you watch tv on like a sunday yeah and there's like a movie at two and a movie at four it, this was like the movie at two okay. <laughs> and i was like oh cool and then i i actually bought this on dvd um used for like two dollars and i saw it and i was like oh mad love because it's unfortunately it's not streaming for free anywhere but you can rent it it's totally worth renting if you like drew barrymore i mean yeah she's really cool it's a cool 90s movie but yeah i own it so it's kind of weird but i never watch it like i did once when i bought it and then now I'm watching it again, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, yeah, so back to your behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, well, um, I don't really have any. Um, you don't have Rotten Tomatoes? Did you get Rotten oh. Tomatoes? Um, I couldn't find the budget.
1: Let's see.
0: I got the box office, though, while you're looking that up. The box okay. office, this made $15.4 million. Oh, really? It's kind of a lot. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if, like, Drew Barrymore was, like, a real, I guess, box office draw at that time i mean she was
1: i mean you know she's in her 20s she's come out of rehab she's you know yeah she was in rehab huh yeah i know like in
0: real life when she was like 13 or like i mean like really young like i think she was at studio 54 she has a book i think Oh. i think she wrote a biography like about her early like she's an early crazy life for sure
1: um god i just googled rotten tomatoes and the first article that comes up is like you know first reviews of the french dispatch oh
0: fuck off fuck <laughs> off wes anderson i am sorry i i hope the person who did gave us four stars on the reviews wasn't just a massive wes anderson fan and just got I mad mean, and they were like hmm, four stars <laughs> i mean sorry about it but really i mean it really helps to just give us five stars
1: <laughs> It also would help if Wes Anderson could was just was just confident to make a good fucking movie.
0: (laughs) Can he do like a documentary or some shit? Like we don't want to see any like weirdo kitschy stories. You've made them all. You're not Fincher. You're not Scorsese. (laughs) Like you don't have a definitive style that people actually emulate. People just post about it on Tumblr. That doesn't mean you're like a good filmmaker. Yeah. People just like actually you're kind of ripping off Edward Scissorhands. Let's be real. Let's mm-hmm. be re- all the way real. Yeah. Like you kind of just are like a Tim Burton wannabe, but Tim Burton was so much cooler. No. God, Johnny Depp, please don't work with Wes Anderson. I got to manifest that too. Oh, God, you, you you know,
1: it's going to come eventually. <laughs> no, <Don't, like. laughs>
0: no, no. I think Tim Burton's got him on lock. I think yeah. him and Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton, I think they're like all three, a pretty like unit. I think he's going to do something with him soon.
1: Okay, cool.
0: I'm praying. Cause I love Johnny Depp so much.
1: Um, so yeah trouble. what was this did, did oh, they have it so i'm having trouble pulling up the page um i'm not sure if it's like a connection issue
0: okay but, let's see um rotten tomatoes 28 percent i just see it on my um yeah it's kind of i think rotten tomatoes is having a weird website but it's just on the okay. google thing 28 percent it says wow that sucks it had kind of mixed reviews though
1: yeah
0: not that i would um you know not that I would, like, really think anything less. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of silly. It's one of those, like, 90s movies, man. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, Citizen Kane. Even though I thought that was overrated, too. Hot take. But... Yeah. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be like that, so... Oh, yeah, so, all right. The only other really interesting piece of evidence that I have, or piece of, like, behind the scenes, we talked about Scream, we talked about them being a Batman Forever, which was released the same year. Leonardo DiCaprio turned down the role of Matt
1: Leland. That could have been interesting. Could that? I, do you think him and Drew Barrymore would have been good? I mean, it... I, frankly, find the casting choice a, lot, a little more compelling, I guess. This um,
0: one? You mean Chris O'Donnell?
1: Um, I mean I do like Chris O'Donnell in this role, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing what else if if you know if there's like an alternate universe where you could like, you know, watch movies with this movie made with like different, you know people in the lead. In, yeah, you know?
0: I would yeah, Leo would be interesting. Who would you put Leo with? Would you put him with Drew or would you put him with someone
1: else? I don't know. Um have leo and winona ever made a movie together no i don't think so she's I, a little,
0: tad bit older than him right oh that's right she is She's okay. like a good like 10 years older or not 10 maybe like 8
1: yeah okay
0: um she would be good i mean winona would be awesome she'd be super cool
1: i also would love to see just like a you know just like a very obscure you know, like actors from, like, South Africa, you know, who, would like... Yeah, know, that would be cool. Them, yeah, like, just random know?
0: people. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. I think Leo would be cool. Drew Barrymore just fits this so well. Yeah. Fits this, and so does, like, Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. She's another one I think that would do really well. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, she, which she did later, this type of film. Um, They're, like, yeah, those they're those kind of girls, I think. Yeah. I think Zoe Kravitz would be cool. Yeah, yeah. But that's, like, now. But, you know, I think it would be kind of cool. I'm trying to think of, like, I really like uh like I really I love and we're going to do The Cure. I love Brad Renfro. Oh, like yeah, it's great. just such like his story is just so tragic and it's such a missed like uh it's, he's almost like a, a little bit like he wasn't as famous as like Heath Ledger but he's someone like an actor that reminds me of like we just have missed out on such an amazing catalog of what yeah. he could have done after same with Heath Ledger like it's just it's really crazy. It's really sad, but he could have been really cool in this too.
1: Because he just uh, always plays the other way. I, I, I sort of feel about Brad Rent Renfrew the same way I feel about Corey Hane, you know? Like Oh yeah, he was the, really good too. Yeah, I mean, um Um, and um like I, I know that like the year that they both died, I think they're both like kind of like uh left out of the Oscars like in memoriam <gasps> tribute. They were? Yeah, yeah. No way. Mm. Oh wow. That I sucks. Like, I was like, oh God, these words
0: were so tacky. That's yeah. like so fucking tacky. Um yeah, that was my only piece of behind the scenes was the Leo, the Leo advert. I love finding out movies that Leo turned down. Yeah. Like American Psycho is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I love knowing that he could have played that role. I do also love that he did mad love. He did turn down mad love, but we got basketball diaries instead. Yeah. Which was the same year, which was he should have I, I think he definitely should have been nominated for. I won't say as far as when because he was a young actor, but I definitely think that he should have been nominated for basketball diaries. Yeah. I, I thought he was
1: incredible. Like, yeah incredible. Really
0: Mark Wahlberg was good too. That was the first time we saw Mark Wahlberg too. Um and they were in uh The Departed together
1: oh that's right okay
0: yeah so we're definitely doing basketball diaries i think me and jai are gonna do it at some point but yeah that's definitely coming up i think some people have asked about that too because there's just so many there's just thank god there's still so many more to do so okay cool let's get on to fashion okay oh i kind of am obsessed with the fashion in this movie yeah
1: it's um it's, it's cool um do you have any standouts I um, love that scene in the library towards the beginning when he's just sort of like, you know, like watching her and she's doing
0: stalking her. Yeah, sure. So, so weird. I was like, what's up with this? Like normalizing stalking? Like, I mean, the...
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're interested in someone, but you're too afraid to talk to them, then you can just like look stalk them the way we do now by looking them up on Facebook.
0: yeah i was gonna say i guess it's more obvious but it's really weird that okay the letter in the mailbox i don't think is that weird that one's kind of cute how else are you actually going to communicate but the fact that he's like across the same room and they've made eye contact several times that's weird it um it um yeah (laughs) and then he puts a ticket in your mailbox and you go (laughs) Like, I know, I mean... <laughs> why would you go alone? I would definitely, like, bring someone. I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but, like, there's this cool concert, like, a seven-year bitch concert, another awesome man um, that plays in the movie. But I was like, damn, that's so weird that you just go alone, kind of, like, standing there, and then he just saddles up in his fucking dirty-ass orange T-shirt and, like, burgundy plaid.
1: Like, hey! <laughs> I mean... I mean, you should at least change your shirts. Like, right? I was like, is
0: this the same day? What were you doing all day long? It's <laughs> night now. Like, what, did you go home? You were literally with your, like, dummy friends and they went to the movies. So, like, yeah. where the fuck did you go? <laughs> like, you were just, like, hanging around all day. Was, or, like, no, kidnapping your, like, younger siblings to go with you to, like, put the <laughs> the letter in the mailbox. Like, that's what he was doing. Cool. Sorry about my rant there.
1: Yeah, I mean it's you know it's I it's um it's 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 a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more standouts? Oh, um, oh, so I specifically like Drew's pants in in that scene. Oh, uh, I know, You're so like, cool. They they sh- sort of remind me of the pants that like Lisa Bonet like wore in like the opening credits of like the Cosby Show.
0: Everything she wore in that fucking yeah. show. God, oh, so um, cool.
1: And then I do really like that scene when like he's like with his friends and like uh drew is like s- sort of trying to get something out of her car and she's wearing kind of that like uh blue and white uh like jumper i guess yeah you know, like that, with that the shirt white.
0: underneath it yeah 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 like yeah that. that's really cool um
1: so and 90s then, and then i was also really happy to see a Volkswagen Beetle because it reminds me of when you had your Volkswagen Beetle named Daisy
0: Yes, and it's so funny too that that's like what Drew Barrymore is like, either nickname or like she has a daisy tattoo.
1: Yeah, she had yeah. daisies
0: on one of her dresses, on one of the straps, that the one at the end, which is like the most iconic outfit, where she has that like cream satin long thing on with the combat boots mm-hmm. and the tube socks. I think they're like daisies on the straps, and I was like, she always had daisies. She had like a really famous photo of her where she has like daisies on her headband. Oh, kind of right. cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool on the same wavelength yeah that's um, all you got is that all you got
1: um and then i loved wh- what what they're both wearing when they uh steal liev schreiber's car
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know she looks cool she has like this dark denim on and like a white tank top Mm -hmm. and he's like passed out in the back no no problem it's not like your girlfriend could get molested up by some stranger it's totally (laughs) cool for you to just like nap in the back dude okay (laughs) like how Um, weird
1: and then i love how um in order to look cool in the 90s you um like a you know 17 year old boy had to dress like he was eight um so (laughs) oh no no not eight (laughs) i mean i mean he i mean i mean there's a scene when he's like wearing shorts and a t-shirt and like a backwards baseball cap and i'm just like oh "Oh." yeah
0: yeah that was kind of bad oh girl he reminds me of the oh oh girl this you know that immediately that took me to the visual of sorry this is going to be in the weeds for you fans who aren't uh, fans of the show but in six feet under when brenda sleeps with that guy that surfer guy and he has that oh, yeah. like backwards hat with the with the fucking yin yang on the back
1: oh, yeah. and
0: then nate sees it and he's wearing like khaki like cargo shorts and like some dirty t-shirt and like looks like a like a gross skater and then nate sees it it reminds me he looks dressed like a boy too yeah it's probably yeah. one of the best fight like scenes ever oh in television. god so good oh, it's so oh. fucking good it like is so cathartic like, it's just great um That's... if anyone knows it's like end of season two in uh, six feet under it's great
1: i i also love that scene when um I, I guess like she's uh when she's sort of like in like a clothing store and she and this guy just like make eye contact on like the opposite sides of like a clothing rack Mm-hmm. and she just like gives him the eyes and you know he just i guess reaches his hand underneath her skirt mm-hmm. and then and then this sales girl comes over and she says excuse me sir your wife needs to see you in the dressing room and <laughs> then she like turns to brendan she's like you need to leave or i'm gonna call the police
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so funny and then i think she, that's what she has that like friend who's a prostitute and she like just tells her all of her escapades yeah. And her prostitute <laughs> friend just looks so unimpressed she's just like oh great <laughs> wow you really did that oh that's so cool she's like you're not just doing this so you have something to write about are you and she's like, "No." It's so freeing. I loved it. Fuck it. <laughs> like, she just, like she got her like Samantha on from like Sex in the City. She was like just really like feeling herself for that whole period. Um okay, yeah, back back to fashion. Okay. Any other notes um, about Matt? Matt's um, Matt's uh, amazing array of flannel. Did I mean did he own anything besides like jeans, dirty various t-shirts of different like earth tones and like flannel?
1: No right blue blue yeah panel. i mean that's i think that's about it that's
0: um it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, um i have do you have any more notes uh i don't think so i have mm-hmm. way more notes about casey who also is the character name that she played in scream drew Barry- yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. um i love that she has a chunky blue and yellow kind of like sweater jacket it's right when she gets the letter out of the mailbox um and then oh, she has like baggy okay. pants and like a white tank top it's really cool the concert outfit i love it's like black sheer with like a mauve like thing in underneath it which is really cool i like that i love that she has like a floral shirt on one time it's like a baggy oversized like floral sheer shirt that she's oh, wearing when he gives her the i think when she's like you like me you have to ask me out and, like, the ticket or something. It's, like, a really quick scene that she sees him. Um, I love when she's cruising around and she has, like, that yellow floral um, dress on. They're, like, in her mm-hmm. car and they're driving around. Yeah. It's really cool. And she has a green cardigan. Uh,
1: yeah, she has
0: yeah. another uh, awesome shirt, spaghetti strap, like, dress uh, combo. Matt's flannel that's blue, I think his mom is wearing it in the photo of his mom. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, it looks a lot like that that photo and i wondered if that was his mom's flannel and that's okay. why he wears it and then the end that butterfly dust jacket that he buys her yeah. from the window and then it has like that really cool like cream slip dress underneath it and then she has the combat boots and the fucking tube socks like that outfit is just dope i love that outfit it's super yeah. cool um cool I, um, and eugenie oh L- baffa baffa lucos i think her last name is she's the costume designer
1: oh okay yeah i, I, I thought the, the costumes or i thought the clothes in m- this movie were all, all were all pretty cool yeah
0: they're really cool especially hers like his wasn't you know so interesting but yeah hers were really cool i really liked hers i thought she looked really cool yeah um cool yeah let's move on to music i
1: have a lot of notes for this one okay do you um so i really like that song um here comes my girl by throneberry mm-hmm um, yeah that one i wrote and um oh i i i, I want to ask you is that song a cover of love no. buzz uh, no, uh the that like song here comes my girl
0: um there is a okay let me see let me see if that is there is a song called here comes here comes my girl but i wonder if it's the same let me say comes my girl i'm googling now people so deal with it yeah let's see <clears throat> there's a tom petty song is it the same song oh maybe called maybe. here comes my girl yeah i'm not
1: sure Yeah, because that one i thought it is. sounded vaguely familiar i was like wait is this i don't know
0: it does right um, i think yeah i think it might be a tom petty song okay okay I'm pretty sure
1: um, um
0: yeah i think it's a tom petty song
1: but don't quote me on that people i have no idea and then I really like the on the road to Mexico montage when they play that song stutter by Alaska.
0: Oh my God. How fucking nineties is that? <laughs> yeah. Like how fucking nineties is that? I was going to say another cover is love buzz by Nirvana. Oh, which is okay. insane that that Nirvana's first single was a fucking cover. Like that's so bad. A badass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think cause
0: that's not normal. Usually like they don't do that. So I think that's super cool. Yeah, that was another good one. One of my other songs I really like too is When He Sees Her for the First Time, like adjusting her engine and like the back of her bug. It's a song uh, called Slowly, Slowly by Magnapop. It's a song that I've really loved for a long time and I never knew who did it. And I didn't have Shazam when I watched it the first time. So I was like Shazamming it, like when I was listening. I was like, oh my God, I love that song. So I'm excited to like put that on the, the mix that's really cool, cool. also um, when she's she's reading the letter there's a rocket from the crypt song called glazed which oh, okay. is super
1: cool oh god crispy
0: cream <laughs> oh my god i love it that's what you think of <laughs> <Glazed>. <laughs> um the concert seven year bitch i mean they're such a dope awesome grunge band um i don't even think of them as like a kind of female related grunge band they are but they're just a dope ba- band <clears throat> yeah in general they're just so good um they play the song scratch they also have another song called icy blue in when and matt's in his room so they have another song in there okay uh, what else um, when they're cruising around there's a cracker song
1: okay um there were, um my uh mom used to be obsessed with the song low by cracker um, oh yeah, <laughs> like, um, like feeling good,
0: girl. Like being low, yeah. hey, hey, like, hey. Like being stone.
1: I remember like one like road trip when we were driving up to see my grandmother and michigan and like my mom played that song at least like once every like hour oh my god <laughs> wow <I> <laughs> <about it>. like, <laughs> cracker I, and by the time that song like the trip is over i was like i cannot hear that band ever again <laughs>
0: <laughs> ever ever again <laughs> oh my god so funny um we already talked about yeah, Th- throneberry oh also matter rose ultra anxiety teenage style that's what it came up in shazam that's when they're wow. like making out in public on the dock as if I don't know. Are they drinking beers all over town too? I mean, we have a lot of questions. We'll get into it. I guess it's, do you have any more music notes? Cause we uh, can no. get into favorite scenes and lines and questions and WTFs about this story. Okay. So my first note is Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, my first three notes are Matthew Lillard. Why do so many nineties movies have boys with telescopes? And also I guess stalker vibes are also very nineties question mark.
1: I guess like internet porn wasn't really a thing yet. So in order to like oh, yeah, right. all that energy, like, you know, they um you know, you had to literally find a hobby that was as <laughs> that was like, you know, that was like I'm going to look at the stars, but um since um you know they probably get boring after about three 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 seconds i'm going to like pervert my power and use it to spy on my hot neighbor so like,
0: <laughs> also what how long do you think he was watching her
1: i mean it didn't seem like it was that long but i mean i think a few the, weeks yeah i mean i'd say maybe like i'd say he, he, i'd say it was probably a couple weeks before he worked up the nerve to kind of That's crazy. Yeah.
0: That's real. Like, I also texted this to Charles as I was watching it. I was like, the fact that like, I'm supposed to know this about you, and then trust you now is very suspect. Like, (laughs) I could never have a real relationship with someone who's been spying on me for like weeks.
1: Yes, but in the 90s, it wasn't considered abuse. It was just considered to be really attractive. It's true, especially
0: (laughs) when you look like Chris O'Donnell. Apparently, it's fine, but it would be a totally different story if it was like someone else. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's totally true. Uh, My first official favorite scene is just the seven-year bitch concert. I love when bands are in movies, especially in the 90s. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You has that great letters to Cleo. Um, I just yeah, I just love love bands and stuff and movies. So, what do you um, got? What are some of your standouts?
1: So that scene where he's watched or like that second scene when he's watching her in her room, like, d- um, with the telescope. I um I um was just I loved her room. Oh <laughs> like, my god! I know. like. I think that I like. Um, may have I think I like, like uh went back to that scene at least like twice because i was like oh my god i want those windows um
0: (laughs) i know right i also had a question that like the dad's a professor question mark like yeah why is the house (laughs) so nice like do they make that did they make that much more money in the 90s and the and chris o'donnell's dad was an executive at boeing and I'm he like, looked like he lived in like Ruth's sister's house in six feet under. Yeah. <laughs> like it was cool, but it was very like boho. And he was essentially like the man of the house. Yeah. He was like buying groceries, taking the kids everywhere. The dad is like busy working. Everything's a mess. Like he's, <laughs> but he's going to college. Who's going to take care of those kids?
1: Yeah. When he goes I to mean, college. Like, I'm... I mean, I don't know. Um... He rose crew, Charles. He rose crew. <laughs> He rose crew and he um he likes to say he watches the stars as a hobby. I mean,
0: I know, right? I, I don't
1: know, it, whatever. I, I he, has 90s, <laughs> he has a
0: sub pop sticker. It's nineties, Charles. He has a sub pop sticker on his bedroom uh, mirror. He's so counterculture. <laughs> Ninety five.
1: Um, <laughs> I do like that scene where uh, Casey like pulls the fire alarm while he's taking the SATs
0: yeah that was pretty cool and he I just wrote my after my my other note after so, the seven year bitch concert was why does she like him he's so lame I was like well I guess people move to the Pacific Northwest to escape a la fear
1: yeah, <laughs> they moved from
0: L.A. These people moved from Chicago. In disturbing behavior, they moved from Chicago. Uh, they're always moving to like these remote places, and it like never works out. <laughs> they end up like going back, or like something yeah. happens. Like <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I mean, I also wrote like, are they in college? Why is she smoking cigarettes constantly and just like hanging around? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, just, it just seemed really weird. She just like is at school. I thought she was eventually going to come out that she never went there
1: oh yeah i mean like she was just
0: like hey let me like scream on this door and like as i'm like chain smoking outside in the quad it's like let's go (laughs) let's just go somewhere he's like what i'm taking like class whatever let's go let's skip okay cool and they just like go and i was like okay but isn't this high school (laughs) can you do that
1: so weird um i um Uh, I had a thought and I just lost it.
0: Oh, Um. Oh, I love when she dumps him via the phone. Like it's really late and she calls him and the dad's like, this better be important. Some girls on the phone. He's like, hold on and he's like hey and she's like hey what's up and then she's like go to your window can you see me and he's like uh yeah and then he sees her and then she's like good because that's all you're ever gonna get she like puts the (laughs) shades down and then hangs up and I was like ooh I (laughs) thought that was really funny I was like but then she still invites him to dinner with the dad and they go to the dock and make out I was like what the fuck
1: (laughs) I was like yeah that'll show him Um (laughs) oh god and the Um dad's such an asshole Asshole, I, like her dad. He, I think he was. I sort of got it though. Like, I mean, I think that. Like, I think what we interpret as like being an asshole. I think he was just genuinely like, like concerned for this daughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> like, I mean, I thought they said that like, uh, like after she tried to kill herself, that she. I thought they said that, that she had done it before. So I yeah, think we, it
0: wasn't the first time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but, um, I, um, I was, um, the, the, the dad was just the stern, you know, figure of, 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 of of authority and my first reaction was i want your approval um <laughs> but, in a different way
0: <laughs> yeah. i kind of want like nicole's dad's approval in a different way in fear <laughs> like i'm at that age where, like we like was it like will peterson or whatever his name is yeah, yeah his name is yeah i'm like he's not bad looking and I also kind of wish there was some kind of affair with like him and Margot, although that would be right? like totally illegal. But like, <laughs> I, I wanted more Margot too in Fear. I, I just love Fear so much. I'm sorry that I, I keep bringing it up all the time. I know people are probably like, God damn, like, go listen to the episode. I feel like people on Spotify listen to it all the time. Every week it's like in the top three, which is so funny. Oh, cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, it's a great film. It's super problematic. I love it. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. It's so inappropriate. It's great. Um, um, yeah i feel bad for the mom though joan allen you know, a young joan allen
1: yeah i that's, that's i the mom. i really like her, her a lot like mm-hmm. um, i like her too like um like um I, th- I think like the role i probably know her for most is when she was in pleasantville um, Oh yeah um and i, th- I think like she, um apparently she's been nominated for like three oscars so three like, yeah like oh, she was wow Nominated for playing, uh, Richard Nixon's wife in, uh, the movie Nixon, where I think Nixon is played by Anthony Hopkins. Oh,
0: wow. Um, Is that Oliver Stone? I think so. Yeah, I was gonna say, I
1: know he did Um, and then I think she was also nominated for this movie for, like, The Crucible, and I think she's nominated for one more movie. Um, um, oh, and I think she also played the, uh, the, uh, the, uh like brie larson's mom in room like oh
0: well, she was rachel mcadams mom in the notebook that's what I. Oh, okay. From. okay and then also she's like one of the bosses in the born series like the born identity oh yeah she's yeah. in like two or three of them i think or maybe in all three or four i don't know yeah but she's in a few of those yeah i know her from those two. but the uh-huh. notebook is what i always remember her from and face off how can we forget
1: yeah yeah John
0: Travolta's Um, (laughs) wife face off um,
1: oh and then she was also known for this movie called The Contender which I haven't seen Um, what is that uh, I don't know I like her uh, Senator Lane Hanson is a contender for US vice president but information and disinformation about her past surfaces that threatens to derail her confirmation derail yeah i don't know no but apparently has gary oldman and jeff bridges so oh, shit yeah anyway
0: <laughs> that sounds like an oscar film <laughs>
1: yeah it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it sounds like it um i okay yeah then i have I break out of the hospital to go on a road trip awesome i was like they're going I mean, to mexico how much money do they have like what what is this <laughs>
1: I mean, and also, can we just talk about the security of this hospital? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? It's so it's so bad. Like, I mean, it's so bad. They literally walk out of the front door, and no one like says anything. No. <laughs> like,
0: and did they ever call the police? How long were they gone? They had
1: an apartment. I, I mean, <laughs> I have I the feeling they were gone at least like a couple weeks, maybe. That's a lot. They were
0: during school. They're technically minors.
1: Why the hell are their
0: cops aren't, aren't looking for them? Like, I mean, I don't like care. I don't want to be a narc, but like, I mean, I would think that the way their parents are, what, okay. Here's a better question. What did Matthew's dad fucking do? <laughs> like, how did he raise those kids? Because Matthew <laughs> does everything. He makes their food. He takes them to school. What the fuck did he do? How did he raise his kids and go to school and Matthew was gone? Gallivanting with his girlfriend. I mean, I, I mean, stealing the credit
1: card. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stolen credit card. Um, like, jeez. I guess the kids got a crash course and had to be latchkey kids. So, they
0: did. We saw that in the beginning. He was tying the fucking keys to their necks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, and the, the, the kid got in and, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, so, yeah, that's true. He already prepped them, he was prepping them <laughs> like two years before for when he was going to go to college. And the dad was like, "I can't help you out. I'm a CEO at fucking Boeing, when my house is a wreck, and this college professor has a way nicer house than I do." It's <laughs> like so yeah. feel really strange. Yeah, he, he had like a modern house. It was cool.
1: I did sort of relate to that scene because I had older si- siblings when when I was growing up, and like, you know, like a lot of times my mom would be at work, so a lot of like like my care would fall fall to them. So, like,
0: did they ever just like leave you in a room like with a TV and a remote,
1: I and mean like, bye? I mean, that's what my parents did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what they did. What did your siblings do?
1: You know, they just they just just be like, have you eaten? i would be like, no. Just like, do you want? Are you hungry? And i would be like, yeah. <laughs> all right come on they didn't
0: like put stuff on you like sat like a uh, whipped cream and like all this like funny stuff and then no, like take pictures of you or do anything not, like that
1: not really i didn't really have a contentious sibling relationship like i was like i was i i i i, I was like the baby so i got treated very gently <laughs> so oh, was, oh like that's cool my uh there was this one time when my when i was walking the dog with with my sister and we had a golden retriever and like in, and she was like you know charles community i've always been curious of what would happen if we could like just loop the dog's leash around your foot just to see what happens oh my and god. I, I, i'd be like yeah sure let's let's do it so she put the leash around my foot the dog took off my leg <gasps> went flying up in the air oh and i was god. crawling on my back <laughs>
0: oh my god did it drag you no like a horse (laughs) like like a horse and like a western (laughs) like just drags you like all the way down the town square (laughs) like just crazy (laughs) that's what I was picturing (laughs) oh my god that's so funny um oh um oh my second favorite scene is i love a good travel montage in yes. any form any 90s film i think we've done so many i have to make a separate little uh i think i'm going to make a separate uh article on the website about all the road movies we've done oh awesome we have a whole list of a bunch of road movies like I'm, i think i'm going to make some categories so if people want to see like you know girly movies there's like clueless and there's like you know kind of like mentally ill uh sanitarium situations uh that's another genre yeah. that we've covered and all that kind of stuff and like
1: i feel like we've practically watched every erotic thriller ever made so yeah not yet, not
0: yet. <laughs> there are some others i think i found one the other day i need to keep a i think i want to make a letterbox list of like more 90s erotic thrills. i've never seen sex lives in videotape Oh, okay. that's, that's on the list. I don't know. It's not um, a
1: thriller though, right? It's kind of like there is another Sharon Stone movie I, I'm actually dying to watch. It's called Diabolique. Um, what is that? It's the nineties. It um, yeah, yeah. So I think it's like a remake of like a French movie, um, but like uh, it has um, it has Chaz Palminteri. Ooh, I like um, that. And uh, his wife is played by Isabel Johnny. And, oh cool um like uh like they're like and sharon stone is his mistress and they all teach at like this private like boys boarding school in new england mm-hmm. and like um isabella johnny and insurance stone conspire to like kill like Chaz palmentieri and oh. they succeed and then they dump his body in a place <sighs> just, just like temporarily and then when they go to, like, move it for good, it's gone. <gasps> Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit,
1: I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> like, now. <laughs> like,
0: this is, yeah. Like, this sounds like my vibe. I want to see it. Yeah. Oh, I think it's on Amazon. Hot damn. Oh, cool. Okay, that's going to be on the list. We'll move that up. <laughs> Cool. welcome folks we are back in the erotic thriller category yes. we have left we have left the uh, mentally unstable girl trope and we're shifting back <laughs> into sharon stone mode also follow her on instagram she's amazing If follow I, her on instagram
1: it's great oh apparently she also has an autobiography i'm kind of like dying to read oh like, she does yeah because we're in oh. the bookstore on s- sunday and i was like browsing like the music and you know like entertainment oh section. Um, oh cool yeah yeah does she have an audiobook i wonder if she like reads it. i don't know maybe
0: yeah i wonder if she has oh, god bless sharon i love her oh I, I she's the queen i wrote i love a travel montage as if they're 25 and have freedom <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what the fuck then they get into that weird accident where she puts her um uh hands over his eyes and he's driving this triggered me like no other and i uh, can't believe that he allowed her to do this
1: <laughs> i i it's i mean i guess i can see what she's going for but you know choices (laughs) yeah
0: it's a a lot and i definitely felt his sense of like complete shame and horror after it crashed he was like what the fuck he was like talking to himself he's like what the hell matt like why'd you let her do that this is so crazy like of course this was gonna happen and she's like god it's just a fucking car (laughs) she's like like the worst she's just like what's your problem it's just a fucking car like, well, judging for your house, I guess you can probably just get whatever car you want. Yeah. But I don't know why he has this weird old like 70s scout, which is strange. <laughs> In like Seattle, like how much gas does this burn? Like I know, it's right? Nuts. Like it's kind of nuts. But yeah, I, I thought after the accident, I was like, it all goes downhill, and she literally like pouts and she's like, Ugh, you're no fun. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> We broke the axle. This car is fucking useless.
1: What are we gonna do now? We're gonna hit I, I sort served- of I like her character seems like a lot like a woo girl, you know, like what do you mean? You know, like someone who just goes like woo, yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's those people are fun to watch, but you know, being with them is exhausting.
0: (laughs) I I think he felt exhausted. I think he was literally like vagmatized by her like crazy bedroom skills i honestly yeah. think that's the only reason he was around and i don't even think she was stigmatized because in that one scene i i pretty sure it's like one of the times they're having sex if not the first time the ca- the look that she gives the camera she's like i'm so bored <laughs> she, just, <laughs> she had this very like it was not the reese witherspoon fear look of like complete dread and like shock and horror of like what's about to happen yeah, because like she's about to get like taken to another place and it's gonna be kind of rough tomorrow. But like this, like, she just looked like she was like, <sighs> like, and she like turns her head slightly to the right and like oh, looks over here. I was all like,
1: right. all right, fine. <sighs> Yeah, you like, do what you have to do and I'll just close my eyes and think of England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? She's
0: like, wake me when you're done with this. Uh, I'll, I'll be over here. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, I love when they hitchhike and I was like, where's Liam Schreiber? I was like, I thought I remember him in this movie. He's not the friend. And then he strolls up looking like some character from like a David Lynch film. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. like the is this? What was his job? Was he like a tax attorney or like an I, exterminator? What
1: were those I papers? Had, I have no idea. <laughs>
0: like. I love how they get—they pick him up. She just like has herself, you know. She just like is out on the road, and he's like, huh, "Yeah, moves all of his shit." She gets in the car, and then he pops up. Why did you take him? Why didn't you just <laughs> drive away, like, and not take either one of them? <laughs> which i thought was really weird so he takes them and of course he starts like feeling her up and it for i love how she kind of like i mean i don't love it but i thought it was funny how she kind of like leads him on a bit and then she just like jabs her cigarette into his face <laughs> yeah. i thought that was really good and of course like fucking Matt chris o'donnell's in the back seat passed out he's checked twice to make sure he's not gonna get caught i was like dude do you care about this woman at all you're horrible like, you're kind of a shit person. Like, I don't like your character at all. Like, Matt, you're lame and boring. Go get your crew scholarship to Stanford or Princeton or wherever you're trying to go. I know. It's just so weird. Um, I wrote, he looks like a serial killer, but I love when she burns him with that cigarette. All yeah. right, so they've just stolen a car, and there's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I was like, wait, so now they keep driving. They're going southwest because of a radio. Cool. And now I they knew. have an
1: apartment slash crash pad i mean how did this happen i mean i guess like they it didn't seem like they did a that landlady did a thorough background check she was just like can you give me money we need a week (laughs) in advance (laughs) yeah oh yeah
0: we can give you money you know why because we just rolled up in a stolen car and stole this wallet (laughs) so we have like a whole bunch of money that there was and also like word to the wise people in case you haven't seen that i don't know why you're listening to this but there was never any, like, moral discussion on, like, should we steal the car? Is this unethical? What do we do now? Oh, wow, a wallet. Shit, we could get caught. It was just, like, balls to the wall. Like, it was on the Louise. It was yeah. like, we're <laughs> taking this car. We don't give a fuck. We're taking this man's money. He might die out here. Who cares? Like, we literally just, like, took him for everything he's worth. And guess what? No, nothing happened. There was never a police car in sight (laughs) throughout this entire thing. (laughs) They were just footloose and fancy free and fucking goddamn Thelma and Louise, who should be on the fucking American flag, had to get (laughs) run into the fucking valley because they had nowhere else to go. And they were literally didn't do anything wrong but get rid of this fucking awful rapist. (laughs) Like, yeah, they didn't kill a bunch of innocent people. I mean, like it was self-defense. I know. I know they like they would have been fine and they were in texas right what the fuck of course they would have been fine (laughs) weren't they in texas they're like alabama they would have been fine
1: yeah
0: um god i need a i need a a reunion but not a reunion yeah um (laughs) when she starts to kind of fall apart and when she starts to kind of spiral and starts pasting those eyes around the the room i felt really bad but i thought she did a really great job at like kind of like just seeing the kind of juxtaposition of how their relationship was. Now he never kind of saw the side of her. Mm-hmm. He just saw her being wild and spontaneous, but it was never scaring like him at all.
1: Yeah. Was, was that scene where she starts pacing the eyes on the walls? Was that before or after she had to break down the restaurant? That was before it was okay. okay. Yeah. Because
0: then my next note was, Oh my God, when you could smoke in a restaurant and the waiter oh. like lit her cigarette like she was fiddling with it and the waiter was like taking their order but then he like flipped the lighter and i was like oh man a day olden days
1: yeah i mean yeah it it was great and then i used to be able to say well at least i can still do that in europe but (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) no no (laughs) no um and then uh so yeah then she has like this horrible awful scary kind of breakdown in the bathroom and he carries her out she's wearing that awesome outfit again with the fucking tube socks and that butterfly jacket that he got her at this like little vintage store is really cool. Oh, and then,
1: so I actually had a question about that when, yeah, um, when did they still have to pay for dinner, even though they didn't eat it because no,
0: I don't think it ever came. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't well, think, yeah, because he ordered, but then like she went to the bathroom right away and then like he saw that woman and then he went in the bathroom. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think it came out. For
1: for some reason, that just really bothered me. Like,
0: like I thought they were going to dine and dash when they were both like, what do you want? Oh, you want uh, shrimp? Yeah, shrimp sounds good. I was like, shrimp's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, How are they going to do this? Like, Then uh, then I thought they were going to dine and dash, but then she was like, go to the bathroom. I was yeah. like, what? And then I was like, oh no, this is going to be weird.
1: Oh god. Yeah, I um, I um, Thought this movie was gonna end a lot worse than it did. <laughs> like, I thought that like something. What do you think was gonna happen? I thought I, th- I thought like once they got to like the beach scene when like after she caught him like t- like calling her mother that like she was going to like shoot him and then kill herself.
0: You mean but, after she takes off in the car that they stole and then he steals a car to go after her? That yeah, part? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that one.
0: <laughs> when he steals that car from that poor family, they're like, hey, and he just like gets it. I was like, okay. This can't happen. You drove all the way out to like the white sands of New Mexico to like Find her and then roll her down a hill, and she rolls a lot harder than you did. (laughs) She like flew out, and he just like stopped. Yeah, I you did though, I didn't think it was gonna be really sad. I kind of thought that they were gonna like be together, and I didn't really anticipate her going to Chicago, yeah, like her moving back to Chicago. But the parents were kind of like, No, we don't want you dealing with
1: her. Like, yeah, I mean, after all all that happened, I think, like, they think like both the parents were were just like, Okay, I don't like chris o'donnell either so i know right like he wasn't a bad guy but he yeah
0: he didn't have the same i feel like his character wasn't as like caring as some other ones that you see in that position they were he was but i feel like it just didn't read the same way i guess i can say that so yeah, that was I. I, got, I actually wrote she kind of should have shot him. <laughs> that's what I wrote, I mean, I wrote uh, the matching blue plaid when they come home. She moves back to Chicago. I wrote so no charges. Wow, <laughs> that's what I well, wrote
1: lauren it is it is the 90s and there are no consequences for white people so nothing so, never mean,
0: ever <laughs> right this I mean, would not this would be like set it off <laughs>
1: <if yes>. Otherwise,
0: <laughs> which is another film we totally have to set it off is a great fucking movie um i forgot what it's on it's on something i just saw it oh, that's god, true yeah I, never I, any consequences i was
1: obsessed with that movie like it, I, so good oh my god it was so good and You know, there was an awesome In Vogue song that, like, played during the credits.
0: Oh, yeah, Don't Let Go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Such a good one. Oh, man, well, this was fun. I'm excited that we did Mad Love. I hope everyone out there, like, the few of you that asked, but thanks for asking. This was on the list. It's kind of a sleeper. I'm excited to see if anybody saw it or has any comments about it. Kicking soundtrack. Like, if you love grunge, you'll love the soundtrack. It's kind of dope. Yeah, but uh, yeah, follow along, like and subscribe, send us reviews, and yeah, you have anything, Charles?
1: You have anything to sign um, out? I um, have been um, sort of obsessed with like watching this this like YouTube channel of people of this guy where he just tells scary stories of like things that have happened, and there was this one story that has really st- stuck with me about this guy who was a he worked at like a skydiving school and um i um and he uh like his job was like a videographer so he would like jump out of the plane then like film like students and instructors who would jump out together okay and there is this one day where he like um where he went to I, I think like he like jumped it like jumped out of the plane at least like three or four times a day and so oh, he like he was getting ready to go up again he like grabbed his like parachute and then he like you know like uh, you know got into the plane they took off and they got up to like the altitude or the jumping altitude and then, like, um, his, um, he, like, you know, just briefly talked to the instructors, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to jump out first, and you guys jump out, you know, you guys can have to five and jump out after me. And so he was recording it, and he jumped out, and then, like, um, he, uh, like, the instructor and the student, like, pulled their parachute, and um, then he went to reach around and pull his parachute, and he realizes that he's not wearing one. And like, like the what he was wearing is he? I think he was like, I think like the video equipment he was wearing was like sort of in a parachute-like kind of structure. Oh my
0: god!
1: And so it's like all on tape, and I <sighs> feel, felt felt like that was like the worst, in like, um, like variation of oh my god i forgot my keys <laughs> so, oh my god and so i um th- this morning when i left for work i forgot my keys and i was like <gasps> i am glad i don't work at a skydiving school <laughs> oh my
0: gosh so wait this this really happened
1: yeah yeah and it's like caught on tape too which is like horrifying oh my
0: god
1: um be but-
0: careful if you go skydiving people i really want to but i have a feeling that i need to do it when i get older in case something happens and i don't like drastically have some crazy accident
1: yeah yeah i don't know like i want to do it though i i'm interested in i i I guess i do yeah i have waiver i i I don't know i mean i'm sure it's fine but you know you you do hear stories yeah you (laughs) don't know i mean
0: literally you can be the statistic that's the thing but then it also is the same about driving a car i mean you could you could literally apply this to anything to flying you know like you have more of a chance of her being hurt if in a car literally than anything
1: I heard, um all I that heard, kind of stuff i heard there's this one story where this like high school student went to his like what was like uh he was staying after school for something and he like went to his min- minivan to like get something and something happened and he had one of was uh like uh like like back seats like in in the trunk And, Mm -hmm. like, he was, like, reaching over to get something, and, like, the seat, like, flipped down. He got, like, trapped, (gasps) like, and so he, uh, like, his arm, like, he was trying to push himself up, but, like, he couldn't do it. And so he, like, um, so I think his head was, like, trapped underneath the seat. He was, like, having problems breathing. Oh, my God. So, like, he was able, I think his phone was in its pocket, so he was able to activate Siri and get her to call 911. Holy shit. But like, you know, they, the, the, the you know, he, like, it, it was like, he was so like a far way away. So the operators couldn't hear him. And I don't know. So it, so anyway, I think that he basically suffocated to, to death and died. So, I mean, I, oh, wow. I, I, I I guess even the most mundane things can like kill you. So like,
0: Have a good week folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, listen to our episode on final destination. If you want to hear about any more of our hot takes on Hollywood's cheating death and other crazy ways to die um and yeah listen to whatever youtube that charles is going on some weird dark hole listening to while i apparently watch the purge
1: yeah um
0: (laughs) that's what uh, i'm watching
1: yeah and and also like puppies and kittens and rainbows and stickers and all that jazz
0: cleanse your timeline go watch a movie about keanu reeves holding puppies it's on it's on buzzfeed youtube it'll it'll cleanse your day it's great (laughs) exactly (laughs) until next time we'll see you on the next one bye bye